Hey you guys, it's Zara. Welcome to Wraith and Wine. First of all, Happy New Year. I'm sorry I haven't gone to do an episode in a while, but I'm really excited to do this one. And without further ado, let's get into it. This first story is from Megan, and this is a more visual one, which I will always include the photos that come with any story uh, on the Wraith and Wine podcast Instagram, which is just Wraith and Wine podcast on Instagram. So Megan says, I was installing some new software for a webcam I had laying around. I didn't want to photo myself just yet so I turned the camera away from my desk and pointed it towards my hallway area. Well the software I was using takes a picture every five seconds and saves them to a little movie strip for you to upload later. I was reading the FAQs and it was covering the program window. When I closed it, I looked at the photo strip and saw a dark smudge in one of the photos. I opened it up closer to look and I found this so just to describe a little bit what the photo looks like it's honestly frightening it looks like a big black shadow but in the form of almost like a person it just looks like a very 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 black shadow walking into a room oh Megan This next story is from Nicole. Nicole says, Okay, I've never talked about this with anyone outside of my family, but after years of thinking about it, I'd like some input. Growing up, my grandparents lived in a house that just freaked everyone out. The vibes were seriously murder house vibes. Rarely anyone would stay past dark or overnight. My sister and myself being the only ones to sleep in the house outside my grandparents. Rumors about the house were crazy. People seen quote-unquote Charlie all the time. That's what they named our family ghost. One thing that people said always stuck with me. You'll see why soon. That the house was a four-bedroom house. Here's the thing. It only had three rooms. My grandparents, mine and my sister's room, and a guest bedroom. I always played it off as the fort room being the finished basement that was used as a room for my sister's father. Here's where things get weird. One day, when I was like six-ish and my sister was around nine-ish, we decided to look for our Christmas gifts, as as children do. (laughs) So we go straight for the closet in my grandparents' room. They weren't there, so on to the next. We go to the guest room and open the door. Now things aren't feeling right. The happy-go-lucky feeling was all gone, and I had panic building up for some reason. As we look around, my sister points up to a little door on the wall. I have always been afraid of closets. Everyone knew, so I thought my sister was being her usual self and trying to freak me out. (laughs) Until I looked up. I swear, I swear to you I was never there before. I can even to this day decide it clear I can even to this day decide it clear as day. I freaked out and ran to get my grandmother 
as I as I came running back in the room with her close behind me, I see my sister isn't there anymore, and neither is the door on the wall. To this day, no one believes me because I have always been afraid of closets, and they think I was just freaked out. I felt out of touch with my sister, so we can't talk about it. I'm so sorry. So I don't know if she remembers. I could write a book about what's happened in that house, the things people have heard or seen. <laughs> um, Nicole, I'm sorry you don't talk to your sister anymore. And that is that sounds scary. That almost sounds like a portal that was shown to you, but I'm no professional. This next story comes from Mike. Mike says, My first paranormal experience that I recall was as a very young child. We lived in a mid-1800s old federal-style brick home in Ohio. My only recollection of the disturbance was my mother rushing into my room as I was screaming and crying out. I reacted after seeing something leaning over me, nothing more than a shadowy figure in in a darkened room, and could only react react by crying out the whole old house had only one light per room and it could only be turned on by the pull cord as i cried out the light turned on and the shadowy figure disappeared i was not tall enough to reach the cord as my mother pointed out to my father as they rushed into the room finding the light had been turned and finding the light had been turned on and the light cord was swaying back and forth my mother was upset as she knew there was no way for me to reach the cord. My dad was more skeptical, as I recall him saying, the boy had to have turned that light on somehow. <laughs> standing standing in my bed, I could not even jump to reach the cord. <laughs> oh, dads, they never believe anything, huh? The story is from Britt. Britt says, So my mom just moved into a new house yesterday. She called me to program her remote to her TV. I went to program her TV, and while we were talking, I saw a full apparition walk from her dining room to her kitchen. She didn't see it, but I was totally freaked out. I did not tell her because I didn't want to freak her out. She asked me to stay and hook up her cable, but I made an excuse and left. I normally hear voices, but this was the first time I ever saw a full apparition with color. Wow. That is... Especially after you just buy a home, that is so frightening. That's honestly one of my biggest fears, is moving into a super-duper haunted house. Hope things get better, Bert. story comes from alex alex says haunted dolls spirits or otherwise that have attached their energy to a doll a few years ago i worked at goodwill a donation store and somebody donated a haunted doll and included a note that read be careful there is a child in her she can be mischievous most of us blew that off but we took it back and decided to take a picture of her Shortly after that, I was walking around the store, stalking, doing my job, and I got super dizzy to the point where I almost asked to go home. 
ended up deleting the picture and felt fine after that. It was like she was it was like she wasn't comfortable with having her p- picture being taken. Not that I asked. This next story is from Carmen. Carmen says, Hi, I live in... Hi, Carmen. (laughs) I live in a house that is haunted. Sometimes I hear things, but nothing that scares me. However, today, my housemate found something very odd. There are no mice in the house. However, there is a weasel living in the walls. A weasel? What is that? I'm gonna have to Google that. Moving on. (laughs) Tonight, she was cleaning the toaster... And there was a lot of rice practically cooked in it. Also, there was a serious amount of rice over her cookbooks. I'm talking about cups of rice, also in her boot. This isn't the first time. We have one big bag of rice that hasn't been touched. The ghosts play tricks every once in a while. Too many to list. Nothing harmful, just annoying. Could the rice be an activity of a bratty ghost? I mean, I like rice. Maybe the ghost does too. The story is from Annie. Annie says, My father was attacked on Good Friday 2006. I'm sorry, Annie. He was left paralyzed from the neck down, and after two weeks, he passed away. Oh gosh, I'm really sorry, Annie. I was fortunately there when he died with one of my brothers and sisters. I'm the oldest of six children. His passing was beautiful. That's another story. Two years later, his family were coming from Ireland to again to again visit his grave. My dad was Irish. We all six kids grew up in Leeds but now live in Nottingham. This particular day, I sat in my kitchen waiting for a phone call from auntie to let me know when they arrived so we could call and meet up. Anyway, I had a little tray that belonged to dad with bits and pieces in it including a pair of little Playmobil clown shoes from my daughter's Playmobil set. As I sat down waiting for the call, the pair of shoes flies up in the air and lands in the middle of the kitchen. I didn't feel frightened. I put them back in the tray and banged on the kitchen surface to see if it moved, but they didn't. I wonder if dad was there waiting with me too and getting a bit impatient. Oh, I'm sorry, Annie. That's a beautiful story. The story is from Des. Des says, I work as a chef in a retirement village. Dead here is a very common among, amongst the elderly. We had three deaths just this week. Not COVID related, just old age. <laughs> My one colleague is a very fun and silly girl and often teases about seeing dead people, scaring our other colleagues. Quite funny, yes, <laughs> but, they, but they do not know that I actually see dead people. Today, as we were dishing up lunch, an old lady walked through the kitchen and stood behind my colleague. An old lady I know to have died a few months ago. She smiled at me and I smiled back and she was gone. My colleagues turned to me 
and says, why is it so cold in the kitchen suddenly? I told her what just happened. She nearly lost her shit and went hiding in the bathroom. It was quite funny to see her like this because she's always the one teasing. I think she will think twice about messing with the dead again. (laughs) This next story is from Darlene. Darlene says... Two years ago, my boyfriend and I stayed at this very old and small hotel in a very small town upstate in Calicoon for Valentine's Day. Only two rooms were available since they were remodeling. When we got settled in, had a very strange feel to it. I can't even explain. Felt like we were being watched. Well, around 3 a.m., we heard running around upstairs, noises through the walls, people laughing, a lot of banging noises. I seriously felt that being watched feeling again. I was scared to walk to the bathroom. It was also very cold in the room. I looked out the window. No one was around. Opened the door. The hallways were dark. Very eerie. Again, they were still under construction. Well, very next morning, I get a text from my brother saying, You know that place you're staying? It's very haunted. Google it. Come to find out, there was a double murder there, exact same, but years apart. Husband shot cheating wife, and new owner shot a woman work worker at the bar. Also, a girl apparently tucks people into their beds at night. As we were leaving, they said, I hope you come back when all our rooms become available. We hope you guys enjoyed yourselves since you had the whole place to yourselves. We said, who stays Upstairs, we heard people up there. She looked at us and said, no one. They didn't even start the renovations up there yet. It is, and it's awful limits to go up there. You guys had the whole place to yourselves after we closed bar and locked up around 1230 a.m. The manager lives next door and gave, my, gave me their cell phone number if we needed anything. Just say I could and would never go back there again. Whoever doesn't believe in ghosts will believe after spending a night there. Trust me. A few months later, went back to town for lunch and spoke to two workers. They said they worked there in the past and had seen several ghosts. They aren't shy and we weren't imagining it. This place is haunted. This next story is from Cass. Cass says, Unexplained. Roughly three years ago, it was 8 p.m.-ish, so I was sending my children to bed. They both slept in the same room with bunk beds. My son was 10 years old at the time, and my daughter was 4 years old. I went into their room to tuck them in and immediately saw what I thought was my son under the bed, peeking out at me, laughing. I said to him, You're supposed to be in bed. When I said those words, the child crawled back under the bed uh, out of sight and my son popped his head over the top and said, Mom, I am in bed. Just a few seconds after, the one under the bed disappeared. There is no way it was my son yet. It was identical to him. Still to this day, it really freaks me out. Oh, it freaks me out too. I can't even read this. 
and leaves me with lots of questions. Who, what, when, and why? When my son was younger, he always used to talk to what he called his quote-unquote brother in the mirror. He had full conversations at all times that all stopped when he was roughly five years old. Wow. Wow. This next story is from Roxy, and this is more of a visual, and it's a frightening one. Roxy says, This was when I was working at a hotel occupation housekeeping. This was happening while I was folding towels. It kept moving and wouldn't stop, so I decided to just record it, because I knew no one would believe me. So what what shows in the video is literally a brush moving back and forth, back and forth. That is frightening and i am gonna post that on rate and wine podcast instagram if you want to see that because that looks insane it's literally just moving back and forth on its own it's there's two brushes a round brush and like a paddle brush and only one of the brushes is moving (laughs) that is scary you all so much for listening and if you enjoyed this podcast please give me a five-star review it lets me know that you like it and then you'll help me make more episodes i would really appreciate if you could do that and also everything that i mentioned in the episode will be on the instagram page related to this podcast which is rate and wine podcast on instagram i'm just gonna spell it out to make it easier it's w r a-I-T-H-A-N-D-W-I-N-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T Rate and Wine Podcast on Instagram. If you want to see the video of the comb and everything else that I talked about, it would all be on there. And also, feel free to DM me if you would like to share your stories. And if it's okay for me to share them on this podcast... I will not share more than your first name. And if you don't feel comfortable with that, I can also just you anonymous so don't worry i'm not going to share your dna or your social security just a first name maybe if that if not that that's okay too thank you so much for listening right on